Hello, and welcome to the latest installment of California Employment News, an offering from the Labor and Employment Group at Weintraub Tobin. My name is Megan Bainbridge, and with me is my partner, Lucas Clary. And today we're going to talk a little bit about disciplinary records, specifically what makes for a good disciplinary record and why is that important? So Lucas, tell us, why do good disciplinary matter records matter? Well, it's a good question, Megan. And when thinking about documenting disciplinary issues with employees, it's important to think about who the potential audience may be for those records when it comes time to review them. Essentially, they come into play when an employee either decides to sue an employer in court or file a complaint with an administrative agency. And in these circumstances, employers will often need to defend their disciplinary decisions, particularly terminations. And good disciplinary records provide this evidence. For example, if an employee contends that he or she was terminated for discriminatory or retaliatory reasons, employers will want to have contemporaneous documentation showing that the performance problems that led to the uh, business reason to terminate the employment were legitimate and, and uh, substantiated with records. The absence of those records, by contrast, will make it difficult for employers to support their claimed reasons for the termination. Disciplinary records can also uh, often create an important timeline when looking at these issues. For example, if an employee claims they were retaliated against for taking a medical leave of absence, just to use an example, proper disciplinary records can help establish that performance issues arose before the employee ever requested the medical leave, which will present a strong defense. Uh, and again, the absence of those records will leave the employer in a tougher spot when trying to defend those claims. So Megan, with that background about why it's important, what actually, in fact, makes a good disciplinary record. Thanks, Lucas. So I think for, you know, when you're looking at the characteristics of good documentation, you're going to want to focus on three things. Is it thorough? Is it accurate? And is it objective? If it is, it's a good start. So what does that mean? First, you're going to want to explain the who, the what, the when, the where of the incident that leads up to the disciplinary action. It this means that the document should be limited to and state only what performance matter you're trying to correct. So whether it's a performance, behavior, or policy violation, that's what you want to focus on. It should include specific names, dates, times, places, if those are relevant. And it should contain only objective facts, not assumptions, not subjective information, but focusing just on the accurate and verifiable information regarding that specific issue. If relevant, it should reference um, previous disciplinary or um, previous disciplinary actions and opportunities to improve that were provided to that employee. It should specifically state such things as um, the employer's expectations moving forward, what's necessary for that employee to be considered to have um, improved or become compliant with that policy. It should include a statement of the consequences if the employee fails to improve or comply with that disciplinary record. The documentation should also show who wrote the document and the date of that document. It should allow the, the employee an opportunity to provide a response and have a place for him or her to sign that document. And it should be legible. If we can't read it, it doesn't do us much help. And finally, employees should consider the timeline of events. Delayed documentation of performance or disciplinary actions, attendance issues, things like that, increases the risk that the employee engages in protected activity first complicating the disciplinary measures and increasing the um, risk of retaliation claims. So timeliness does matter. Lucas, is there any other advice you have for employers regarding documenting disciplinary actions? Yes, I think um, another very important step in this process is it's one thing for an employer, whether it be uh, 
ownership or HR to fully understand the importance of documentation. But you also have to make sure that all of your managers are properly trained on both the importance of creating good disciplinary records and how to create good records uh, based on the examples Megan just gave. Managers are your, what we call your first line of defense. They are typically the ones tasked with creating these records. So it is imperative that they understand how good or bad records can impact the business. Uh, so for that reason, I would recommend sending managers to trainings uh, on how to effectively document disciplinary, disciplinary issues with employees so that they are properly equipped when creating the records. I think that uh, that step is as important, perhaps even more important than the ownership of the business understanding this uh, importance. So again, uh, know that know why they're important, make sure you have good documentation and make sure your managers are equipped to carry that out. That's absolutely right, Lucas. And thanks so much for joining us for this episode of California Employment News. You can continue to find us by subscribing to our YouTube channel or on our blog at the lelawblog.com. We'll see you next time.